Hello and welcome back to the SRC Sports Podcast. My name is Sam Schmidt. My name is Rocky Rocher. And my name is Colton Newins. And we're going to start it off with how are the Cardinals going to do with J.J. Watt and how he helped really just lead the team to the playoffs and help them win more games. I think that with J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, and Buda Baker, that their defense is really going to, I guess you could say thrive. I think that they're going to be really good and they're going to be able to stop a lot of the major offenses in the league. Yeah, that'll be a great defense. But like, even if you get more defensive players or upgrade some more by trading them, then they would be like an unstoppable defense like the Colts, the Steelers, the Browns, O-line. Yeah. And um, even though J.J. Watt is old, he might still perform like he has in the past years. But it depends if he can work together with his defensive line and if he can lead his defense. Yeah, and I think that the pass rush will just work really well because if they have Chandler Jones on one side, J.J. Watt on the other, it's hard to stop them because they're some of the best pass rushers in the league. Now we're looking at a conversation that's going throughout the league, that's been going throughout the league for years too. Who is the best player of all time? I think just because, all right, I don't, a lot of people don't really like Tom Brady. They're saying that he's a cheater and everything. But I think that Tom Brady's the best just because he is in his 40s and he still, he won a Super Bowl this year. And he is showing that he can throw 4,000 yards in a season and, he he can work with his teammates really well and just show himself out and just show that he has potential to be the best player and that he is the best player. I do not think Tom Brady's the best player. I believe that he is a cheater, so is Bill Belichick. And I really just – I don't really know who's the best player of all time, but I think it would be someone like Jerry Rice – or one of those people back then, because it doesn't have to be a like Walter Payton. I mean, like there's there's a lot of players who are at the same level. They like have yeah, like they have like, like three equal. or four rings or so, and they still they are all like really good. Well, they have but, three or four rings. Tom Brady has a lot of rings, and he is a leader. Why would it in matter about rings? Different- well, it doesn't matter rings? just about rings, but if you look Maybe, at his stats, his stats are still good. Well, I mean, Tom Brady, he had how many good players on his team to help him out? He did have Jerry Rice. No, not Jerry Rice. Wait, what? He had Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski. And- he had Jerry Rice. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. All right, all right. He didn't have Jerry like Rice. I think that you might be thinking of Randy Moss. Right. Oh but God, I don't Randy know Moss, if he yeah. played. But he was like. I don't know if he played Randy with. Moss. Sorry, he was like, Randy Moss I don't know Jerry if he Rice played with him. He was like 45 when he played with him, though. But he's still. Well, right. so he's, he's still good. Randy Moss is still good. He's probably almost better yeah, but than he Jerry Rice. Yeah, but he shows that, like, even when, like, some players got injured, like, Gronk had the thing happen with his arm. And, like, Julian Edelman was out for a while. He still shows that he can. Like, work with the people that he gets and the people that he has instead of just having star players on his side to help him. Yeah. I, I th- Another person I think that is in the conversation is Jerry Rice, just because yes. he gets thousands of yards. He got thousands of yards yep. in seasons, tons of touchdowns. He leads a lot 
he leads in like catching touchdowns and everything. And he was just arguably one of the best players of all time, if not, and I would say the best wide receiver of all time. Yeah, I I think Sam's right about that one. Jerry Rice is really good. I know I mix them up with Randy Moss, but Jerry Rice is probably I would say he's the GOAT. Greatest yeah. of all time for NFL. I mean, I personally just think that Tom Brady's better. I mean, he has a lot of stats to back him up and seven, I'm pretty sure seven rings. But I mean there's a lot of different opinions, just like who's better, LeBron or Michael Jordan. There's different stats that come in. There's just everything, rings, MVPs, awards, just a lot of that stuff. How will the Saints do without Drew Brees? I think that when Drew Brees was injured during the season, uh, Taysom Hill stepped up and he But showed... he wasn't that good. He wasn't that good. He, he's not he, like a start. He, he's not a starting QB, though. He didn't really get a lot of passing touchdowns. He got, but he got a lot of running touchdowns, and he still worked it a little bit with Michael Thomas just a little bit and his other wide receivers, but, Jared Cook. But teams are going to start to notice that if he's a starting QB. They'll start noticing that he doesn't throw. So they got to – that game, they'll have to, like, study him and see where he runs and stuff because that's all he can do. He, he's not that good at throwing. His arm isn't bad, and when he runs, no matter – a lot of things, when the defense does something, he can still find a way to get – 10-plus yards the first down. And it also helps having Elvin Kamara in the back backfield with them and Michael Thomas being one of his wide receivers. And I just think that they're going to do probably the same, maybe a little bit worse just because he's not used to all the pressure being a starting quarterback for a, one of the top teams. But I think that his arm isn't that bad. He can still throw it down But the he field doesn't show it. Accurately. I think that – Sean Payton does realize just like, hey, Taysom Hill is a really good running quarterback, and I just think that he's going to be good with running, but I think that they should try and work on his arm. When could we see Tom Brady leave the league? Mm, so never. in an interview <laughs> this offseason, uh, he said that he would be play, he would be open to play past 45 and. That's that's a big deal. I mean, especially he's like I'm pretty sure he's four two. He's in the forties, low forties, but he's still playing very well. Even though, yeah, he has really he has a good wide receiver, Chris Godwin. He has Mike Evans. He has Antonio Brown. But I still think that he's doing good on his own. Like if he didn't have those wide receivers, I feel like he could still play good, and I feel like he could play until he's older. Like probably, I would say that he would still play past forty-five unless he gets injured. And uh, right, right now, like, like, and when he was on the Patriots for his last year on the Patriots, when he was in the wild card and they lost, he was. Everybody expected him to uh, start going downhill and like start like showing his age more. But then he comes back and wins a Super Bowl with a different team. But I mean, he's not. One reason why I think he's not even that good, he won one Super Bowl basically off of his wide receiver. Yeah, he, also he won did it off of Julian good... Edelman. Because you remember that play where Julian Edelman Against caught that crazy? Yeah. yeah, that was the only reason they won. Yeah. I also, what, I don't know, I just think that he will be able to play. And, like, if he's happy, he'll keep playing for longer. And he seems very happy with the Buccaneers. 
But will he stay with the Buccaneers? That's her, that's the next. I think he's gonna he's stay. Gonna I mean, after a Super Bowl win, and I feel like for it's... sure one more year, but not the rest of his career, maybe. Uh, yeah, because he signed a contract for one more year. Yeah. So maybe maybe he'll leave the league next year after that league. I mean that season. Or he'll try to get another ring and then he'll retire on that game. All right. Now we're looking at um, last year. There was a little bit of rumors, but they weren't true that Giannis might leave the Bucks, and I thought, hmm, what would happen if Giannis left the Bucks? I think that would that, not be good. That would. But listen, teams know how to stop Giannis now. Like all he keeps doing is going in, but he's been working on shooting. He's been, I think, he's thirty-two or thirty-six percent from three this season, but. That's not that bad for a player for, who's just for, starting, like to like for, get used to it. Well, but I mean, for a twenty-four-year-old power forward who is six eleven, with a large wingspan and all in and muscle, forty well, pounds. I mean, that's not that bad for yeah. But he is. But if he left, I feel like Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton would really step up. Like, if it's, if Giannis wasn't on the team. Do you think Chris Middleton could be an All Star? I think that's yeah. It's like it's like uh, Giannis. So Drew I think, like, it's like Giannis steals the spotlight from him, even though he has lots of talent. It's that... it's like LeBron James and Kyrie Irving a few years ago, but Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, once LeBron left, he played at a, a decent potential for the Cavaliers and went to the Celtics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who could we see become the next best player of all time? I think that Giannis, I don't think that he could just because of his shooting. I think that Luka Doncic could become the next best player of all time just because he's a younger player. He's in his younger 20s. He's younger than Giannis, and he's being able to guard LeBron and guard Giannis and guard all the good players. He's been able to come and clutch for his team and hit good three-pointers, score 20s, 30s, even 40s plus. Points a game and getting lots of rebounds and assists and blocks and everything. Personally, uh, say, um, by the way, oh, you, you said Doncic wrong. You said Doncic. Sorry, all right, all right. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, probably one of mine, it would probably be one of this year's draft picks because there's a lot of, like, it's probably going to be like a kid coming here. Like, yeah, it's going to be, like, some of the rookies this year. Yeah. I feel like one of those rookies, there's a lot of them, so I'm not going to say. It is any, hard to predict, like, though, if a rookie is going to be good. Like, you can see, like, Anthony Edwards, really he was good. the first pick, and he's like, oh, he's going to be great. But you, the Timberwolves are the worst seen, team I, in the league play, right now. Like, a little bit. I remember he dunked on this big dude. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. What I – I think that John Morant has a good chance to do that. Yeah, he do, he does now, have a good chance. Uh, comparing him to like Russell Westbrook or like point guards who can like dunk or like have hops. He has hops. Yeah. Um, he can dunk. I think that he's gonna have a better career than Russell Westbrook. For sure. I think he's probably gonna get a ring. Russell Westbrook is dying down. Yeah. All right. Um. So I I, I think that. All right, so our next thing is, was Bill Russell really that good? I yes. think he is good and bad just because he's good because he won 11 titles. That's the most that. in the history. But listen, everybody else was like two feet tall compared to him. He was 
like I think he was a seven footer or six eleven, but he was really tall, like just like Will Chamberlain. He could just dunk over people, stand there, get the rebound, and put it back up, and nobody could challenge him. Anymore. I have a lot to say about this. First of all, he had Bob Cousy on his team, and John Havlicek. And get ready, the playoff games in the time that he played in, like the 1960s and early 70s, and early 70s, the playoff games were much shorter, and there was only like 10 teams in the whole league, and the game you only have to win like four games to get into the championship and there's not like series inside the games and for the celtics there wasn't really like a division type of thing so they got the first seed almost every single time because they just had to win a couple games that is true and like sam said all the other players were really short and not athletic like bill russell well, what if you put Bill Russell in the league right now? That with... he would be super, like I don't think that he would be as good, if, but I think that he could be like a rules, star center. What if you put the playoff rules now, now from right now until later? Yeah, I think he would still. Be, I would think their team would still maybe win. Yeah, LeBron will probably have like ten rings if that. Yes, yeah, if case. that if LeBron was playing back then, he would probably have ten rings or same amount as Bill Russell. All right, let's just first let's just put in the crazy. Eight last eight nine seconds of the game on Saturday night. Uh, it Gonzaga, was Gonzaga versus UCLA. UCLA. <laughs> uh, so number three, I forgot his name, but he went up for a floater. It he missed it off the front rim, off the front of the rim. Got it back. Layup. All right, everybody just like okay, UCLA got it. And then double everybody overtime. was thinking double overtime. And yeah. then and then Jalen Suggs on. Um, Gonzaga came up with a crazy play. Three seconds left. Dribbled down the court. There's 1.6 seconds left. He shot it. Launched off from the logo. And the Gonzaga still had a timeout left. And they didn't decide to use it. He just launched it from the Almost logo. Half court. I mean, Jalen Suggs is good, though. So, that that's – that. I mean, I would expect that from him. Yeah. That he can hit that deep shot. So, and keep in mind, UCLA almost won that game. Yeah, I, and they're an the, eleven something, seed. Something that's a Cinderella they, first four team. They, yeah, they are in the first four, and that it showed that Gonzaga could. They almost lost to them. And but what that, if UCLA was actually just playing that good? That's what you never know. Well, like next year they might be like the fifth or fourth seed, or maybe even like even higher than that. Well, I mean, it all depends if Johnny Juzang and. Jamie Jaquez Jr., Chris Smith, and Tyler Campbell all stay. Like, because those those players might be, like, they could maybe get drafted. You never know. Like, it's just something that you have to – that might not come to plan, so. And another interesting thing about college basketball, March Madness, is the finals. Baylor, the number one seed, and Gonzaga, the number one seed, will be facing off tonight. And I think that's going to be a really good game because Gonzaga, they haven't lost a game. And Baylor, they've been playing outstanding. And they lost two games. And everybody's been hoping just like, oh, this is not going to happen. And it's going to be a super good game. But now it, they are playing against each other. And I think that it, it's going to go – it's going to it's be gonna a really be an back and forth game. I think it's and going to be very good. I predicted that Gonzaga and Baylor were going off in the Same. championship. But – 
what Baylor did against Houston was absolutely insane. But Gonzaga versus UCLA, that was a very close game because UCLA really like played good. They yeah. they played yeah. like, they played outstanding, especially against number the best team, team in the country. In the yeah, so it's gonna be very good match and game. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Lastly, we have breaking news. Like we said earlier, Gonzaga and Baylor are in the championship playing tonight, and Drew Holiday signs a one hundred sixty million dollar. Four-year extension with the Milwaukee Bucks, and I think that that's going to be good for them because he's been playing outstanding. He's He got 33 the other night, and I think that they could be seeing even better from him. All right, thank you for listening to the SRC Sports Podcast. My name is Sam Schmidt. My name is Rocky Rotier. My name is Colton Dewins. Peace.